Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That hat behind you on your that yeah. Does that mean there's a man in your bed? Yeah. What you know what it is? It's my beach hat covering oh, your beach. Okay. my sound machine because I, I'm like an old lady. I can't sleep without a sound machine. I get that. I, I love thought, the white noise. I thought it was like, okay, there's a cowboy in the house. That's uh, right. I, I went to a farm for my birthday and yeah, picked yeah. up some man meat. Yeah. <laughs> Our guest today is Matt Scarin. I'm Matt. very excited. Very excited about our guest today. Amazing. Not only is he a certified family law specialist, he's a CPA and a real estate broker. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. There's only two of them in California. Yeah. And, uh, and, Did uh, you divorce? Do your taxes? It's amazing that he'll that he'll share with us because. You know, and having a person that understands the finance of a divorce is really important. Yeah, he's donating like $800 worth of his time today to us, yeah. probably, unless inflation in divorce fees has gone up. I don't know. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. That's very nice of him. But he's he's uh, he's been married a long time, you know? Yeah. Inside. He's and married. Her. He has a daughter. Uh, a daughter, eight. She's eight, I think. Yeah, I think the yeah. same age as your daughter. Seven and a half. Yeah, and he started his own law firm in 2019 after being with one of LA's biggest law firms for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Yeah, yeah, maybe the biggest. Yeah. Well, we should let him talk about it. I'm very excited to do this and uh, pick his Yeah, please. Stuff. Welcome to Divorce Party, Matt Scarin. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have... An actual professional. I am very excited to have this man. <laughs> we need you to. We need you to weigh in on some of our some of our combos and t- and thoughts. And I'm really grateful that you're doing this for us. Yeah, I've had so many people reach out since we started doing this, Matt. That are like even people that are married and not even thinking about divorce, and they're kind of like, oh, this is kind of helping me with my relationship. 
So I, yeah, I just feel like our goal is really just to give people information, have fun. And, um, you know, maybe if someone's teetering one way or the other, it will help them decide. Um, but I know for me, when I first went to meet a lawyer, um, for divorce, uh, I wasn't sure yet. And so I was referred to someone. And so, uh, my lawyer, you know, and I met for an hour and one of the questions I asked her was what percentage of people come back after this, just what should I do meeting? And she was like, eh, about 50. Um, so I was wondering for you. Yeah. Like, I mean, first of all, are you busier than ever? What's going on? Uh, yes, uh, we are busier than ever. I've, I've been hiring attorneys. So I started my firm, um, in 2019. Prior to that, I was a partner at, um, what is now probably the largest family law firm in Los Angeles. Um, so I was working there for a little over a decade, then went out on my own in 2019. Um, I hired my first attorney, I want to say it was January of 2021, um, and then um, another in, I want to say, March of 22, and then September of 22, and I've been looking since then uh, for for more people. It's just hard to find people right now. Uh, can, can I ask you what law firm you were at, you were worked with for 10 years? Sure. It's a firm called uh, Feinberg, Mandel, Brandt, and Klein. Uh, they go by FMBK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're over kind of uh, Wilshire Boulevard. Um, and, and actually, Monica mentioned that she spoke to an attorney. And one of my favorite things to do is ask who she who she used and, and who she met with, because yeah. it is a pretty small community. Yeah. yeah. So I went with Fahi Takesh Halen at That's Harris awesome. Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. I unfortunately had a pretty onerous prenup, so there wasn't, you know... much she could do, but I really felt like I found somebody who was very smart and very calm and cool. And I kind of feel like people partner with, you know, a similar personality type. Do you feel that way in dealing with certain cases, like a lawyer has a similar persona as to what you've been told from your client? Well, that's kind of funny that you say that because when when I get the question, you know, are you a bulldog? Are you you know are you, are you gonna are you gonna fight for me? Are you you know how, what's your demeanor? And and my position always is my demeanor is whatever is going to be most advantageous in dealing with the attorney and the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes that is uh, let's be best friends. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to kind of you know. Uh, be as amicable as possible um, in an effort to kind of, you know, probably take advantage here and there. Um, sometimes it's it's playing dumb and sometimes it's just, you know, matching aggression with aggression. It, it all depends. Um, both of my parents were psychologists at one point or another in their lives. Oh. Um, so I, I think I've, I always called it the study of common sense. You know, where it's like, why do I feel this way? Oh, well, let's think about it. Duh. Um, but uh, I feel like I use a lot of that in dealing with um, the opposing parties and the opposing turn- attorneys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my philosophy always is, you know, looking at everything from a cost benefit analysis. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't I'm not going to spend fifty thousand dollars in attorney's fees going after twenty thousand dollars worth of investments. Mm-hmm. Um, but there aren't a lot of attorneys in LA that feel the same way. Um, So that's kind of the one main thing that I think has transcended 
you know, my career is people come to me and say, you know, he fights when he needs to fight and, you know, he'll settle it when it's advantageous to settle it. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's, good. it's good. You have a history with fight ads. Like, I don't know, yeah. if you're PA or whatever. And I think, of, uh, you know, you can have some frank conversations. Well, and with the other opposing counsel, because you can say, here's what the money is. Here's, yeah. uh, here's, here's what's there. And if we just keep going back and forth, that that's not going to be there. You know, and, and again, it's more complicated when you have children, obviously. But uh, but when someone comes to you, uh, um, uh, and uh, are you also sort of interviewing them? Is that how it goes to see if they're, you know, yeah, like, is there anyone you ever say I don't, I'm not, I just not interested, or? Sure. I mean, uh, well, part of it is, um, you know, can you afford us? Mm -hmm. um, are there issues that are significant enough that you need me? Mm -hmm. um, you had mentioned that I'm comfortable with the finances. I don't know if you're aware, but I'm I'm a CPA yeah. in addition to a certified family law specialist. Yeah, there's only one other attorney in California that has those um, credentials. Um, so a lot of the cases that come to me, they're kind of like complex financial structures. They got small businesses. There, and there's stuff like that that kind of justify my my hourly rate. And so if it's something that would be much more simple. Um, you know, I'll set it up with one of my associates, one of my associates, if it's right for them. But if not, then I might refer them to somebody that takes, you know, smaller cases. Mm -hmm. Um, but then there are other, uh, uh, people that will come to me that they've just, from the very beginning, they already have the wrong mindset, you mm -hmm. know, which is I, I intend to drive her fees through the roof <laughs> to, to beat her into capitulation. And that's kind of, that's that's when I, I kind of feel like, well, you're litigating for an improper purpose here. I mean, if you have something that you're really standing for, like I want 50-50 and she's standing in your way, then I understand that. Um, but if it's just I want to create problems um, in order to drive up her fees, my position is I'm just too busy for that and I don't have time for that shit. And yeah. I'm just not going to I'm not going to do that. What do you, what is the average divorce costing these days? I know you're in Orange County, right? Uh, we're technically Los Angeles County. We're, my office is in El Segundo, which is um, yeah. essentially just south of LAX. Do you have more women or men coming in to, to talk to you? So I'd say I, I get a pretty equal mix. Um, you know, uh, sometimes they're coming to me because of like my finance background um most times they've been actively referred to me by somebody either a prior client or you know another attorney that knows me or something like that have uh, you ever had two from the same couple referred to you and then you've had to pick one or the other well yes but in those situations whoever i met with first okay you know then the second person calls and i say uh, sorry we already spoke with you know your wife um, yeah, you're going to have to go somewhere else. Cause that's I wonder that. how they feel on the other end of that phone call. <laughs> well, what you do is if you think you're going to get a divorce. You meet with all the best, uh, uh, family law attorneys right there. You go in, you have a meeting over here. You have a meeting over here. You have a meeting over here. And, and then you've, uh, tainted the pool because you've actually went in and had meetings. I didn't even so think about have, that. They, I mean, they can still go with the, other person, and, and it, especially if you've been divorced a bunch of times, there's always going to be, well, I used to be at the firm uh, at Manly Freed's, a person that worked for Joe Mattis used to be, worked for Manly Freed, who was my, 
right. uh, first, uh, and, uh, and he says, this a problem? I said, no. No, it's not a problem. But, yeah. but there are, uh, you know, especially the big firms, you do, uh, you know, there's always a race with like uh, celebrities or rich people to go to this, to kind of, to go to the Wassers or go to whatever or go to whatever, whoever, uh, quickly, you know, and, and I have to say this too, like, uh, and Matt, do you, when you get into court or when you see the opposing counsel on the, the documents, do you usually know those people or do you have some kind of semblance of, of who they are? Yeah, no, I, I usually know them. I mean, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, a decent sized name in LA, then I definitely know them. Um, there are some, you know, smaller solos that, you know, I, I might not know it, but I always say, if I don't know them, that says a lot all by itself. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I do know, uh, the kind of major players in the community. And if you see their name, there are some where I say, mm, you know, this one, I'm actually going to have to bump up my retainer a little bit because they're going to cause problems as often as they can. But wow. for the most part, if you're a good attorney from a good firm, what makes you a good attorney is the fact that you are not going to fight about everything. You are going to say, this is not worth fighting about. Move on. Yeah. And we're only going to fight the fights that are really worth it. And and I'm going to counsel my client in that fashion. You know, we can fight about this, but it's probably going to cost you X and you really only have this to gain. Um, and, and really, I think that's what makes the difference between a good attorney and a bad attorney is, you know, managing client expectations. You know, don't tell them you're going to get 100 percent custody of the kids because you're not. Um, and, you know, doing that cost benefit analysis with kind of every action. Is there, Matt, do you feel like there's a theme at all happening right now? Like, do the, like for the reasons of divorce, you know, like, is it cheating or is it people are just not wanting to be, you know, they've grown apart or do you, do you ever feel like you sense themes in the year or? You know, I, I wish I, I wish I could say, oh, well, this is what's going on in the world. This and This is hot right now. We're <laughs> falling apart. But it's it's never really been any kind of one thing. I mean, sometimes there's infidelity, sometimes it's financial issues. I'd say more often than not, it's just like the the kind of typical boring we grew apart kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and well, and actually, I, if there's any kind of theme, I would say it's kind of mental health issues that are becoming problematic at some point during the marriage, where right. they might have like just kind of occurred and mm-hmm. they just popped up. Um, but, um, you know, like during COVID, everybody was asking me like, you know, are you seeing way more, way more divorces because of COVID? I was like, mm, I don't think really it's because of COVID. And, and my wife was like, oh man, you're going to make so much money. I was like, I don't know. I kind of feel like now people being forced into the house together might bring a lot of people back together sure. you know, in the sense that, you know, we've been so apart in our separate lives and now we all get to live underneath one roof. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, what happened to, to me and my family. I felt like I, I've, I've always said as bad as it sounds, COVID has been nothing but good to me. Yeah. Um, but, um, but I have noticed now that you mention it, that there is kind of a lot of, well, you know, he's bipolar and he's not taking his medication or, and, and there was a couple, there's been a few actually where they kind of come in and they're like, 
yeah, he's like way deep in this QAnon stuff. Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the mental health thing, and you know, this is something I go around the country and talk about uh, uh, substance abuse, recovery, mental health, things that I'm uh, uh, a little familiar with. Um, and, you know, you do see this thing. And I think the QAnon stuff and the conspiracy stuff was a magnet for people that are were in a situation where they could be manipulated and then go over, you know, and I, I did notice that, uh, I mean, you really get to know what people are about. We have a cooling off period in California. Do you have, have you had many clients during that cooling off period decide to reconcile or not No. go through with it? No, I, I mean, I think that, um, if, because I mean, the cooling off period is six months from when the petition was filed. I want to say in my career, I've had like three divorces that were done before that six month period occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been practicing for like 15 years. Um, so it's not common. Um, I would say, if anything, you know, they file the petition. I've seen it where you file the petition. And then that's kind of like a wake up call and that gets like the conversation happening. And, and then, you know, somewhere down the line, they decide to dismiss the petition. Um, Not often though. I mean, to be honest, once you come to me, um, you, you know that you're going to get divorced and your no, it's going to be ugly. Well, and I'm sure for many people, they've been thinking about it for quite some time and, you know, it's, it's, overdue by the time they come in. Um, Matt, when, if I were a potential client coming in to meet with you, do you have anything like advice for people listening, like things that you should come prepared with or information or a goal of what they really want? Like, what do you kind of like to figure out that first meeting? So, well, that first meeting, number one, I, I, I try to figure out what we're talking about here. You know, what are, what are the assets? What's the income? What are the expenses? Um, debts, you know, what are, the, what are the relationship with the kids? How is, how's that going? But I'd say always the most important inf- piece of information that I try to get is what do you think is important to the other side? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that they really want? You know, do they really want to keep his business so he can continue operating that? Does she really want to stay in the house? Um, does he really want 50-50 with the kids? Like, like, what is it that's most important to the other side so that I can then get that for them, but at the cost of what my client wants? Sure. Yeah, I think that that's an interesting thing. And, and with reasonable people, they go, well, I'll tell you what's most important to me. And that, that is this. And what's most important to him is that. How do we get there? You sure. know? Uh, I think that I'm sure that you, I don't know if you've ever stopped working with a client because they just wouldn't settle or agree to anything. Or they'd agree, they'd take their signature off of it, they'd change their mind. Uh, that's certainly been, been my experience. And, it, you know, even the best attorneys are like, at a certain point, I can't, we can't do this. But there are attorneys that will keep doing it, as you know, in your business, which gives you a bad name. It gives the business a bad name. It's like when actors do shitty things. Right. But um, have you ever had to say to a client, okay, 
we, we, we had it. We, you, everybody agreed to it and you changed your mind again. And, and I just think that there's nothing more I could do for you. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, if we get a resolution and then the client's trying to renege on that resolution, I mean, I'm not going to be part of that. So, you know, if if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you're going to have to go somewhere else because we've got a resolution. It was a good deal then. It's a good deal now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you that 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 this is a bad deal. I wouldn't have let you take it if it was one. Uh, but you made the deal. You signed the agreement. If your position now is we have to get out of this agreement, I mean, I just don't have time for this. I mean, I have people that actually need my help that, you know, are not going to keep waffling one way or another. You know, they know what they want. And if they get it, they'll take it. Um, so, so yeah, I've, I have had to be in that situation once or twice where you go to a mediation, you get a signed agreement, and then the client calls you the next day, like, what, what can I do to undo that? Like, I changed my mind. It's like you just have buyer's remorse and you can't you can't just back out. You thought it was a good deal yesterday. I can tell you today it's still a good deal. Just come to acceptance. <laughs> yeah. Have you it's your experience in the years you've done this? I don't know if it, uh, 10 years or whatever. How long you've been how long have you been uh, a family law attorney? Uh it's going on 15 years now. Okay, 15 years. Has what even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's changed the most in the business with the people that you see, the people that come and go, is there anything that goes, okay, that's different than 15 years ago? I would say one of the bigger things that I've seen is... Um, the judges, to be honest. Uh, when I first started, there were family law judges that would stick around. They would be in the court system in the family law courts for a fairly significant period of time. They would see things, they would understand things, and and you don't have to educate them every time you end up in front of them because they know the rules and they know what's going on. Um, and and frankly, when you know what's happening and you feel confident in your decisions, you're more willing to to make those calls that this is just the right thing, Your Honor. You know, there's there's case law that goes back and forth either way, but let's just look at this like common sense people. Like this is the right answer. You know, whether you can find support for it or not, you and I can agree on that and you know it. With these newer judges, they are unwilling to 
take a chance. They are unwilling to step outside that box that may mean um, that they're going to uh, get overturned in, in, a, in a court of appeal. Um, that's you know a black mark on their record, so they don't want to do that. So there are a number of judges that if it's you're asking for anything even remotely controversial, they just kick the can down the road. They say, well, we're going to have you go to therapy and you know see if you can work it out and 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 that's another thing that has changed is you know this this starting point of 50-50 which i think is a great thing but there are also limits to that right right well you know last time i went to court was like in november uh yeah i got down there and they i didn't know what time so i got there first and you know they it's alphabetical so i thought arnold will go first but uh, it was really interesting because i got to sit in the court and watch a whole day of other people, uh, and it was very enlightening. I mean, it's awful, um, but I got to see sort of how the, the, their issues, what happens, how people but try to manipulate the kids, and, and to that, to my judge's credit, they there was a woman in there that was hired to represent the child, and uh, uh, she came in and was quoting things that the the child had said to the ten year old child had said to her about dad. And uh, um, she's like, she's reading it uh, like he said, uh, I feel like dad is gaslighting me. And, and then and the judge went, wait a minute. I was like, mom's it's a 10 year old kid. Are <laughs> you telling me right here that she used the term gaslighting? And uh, she was like stunned that she got called out. And I go, well, I kind of, you know, and then I knew everything she'd said. The judge was very smart. She's a uh, very smart. And uh, so I'm like, you know, there's a there's a lot of nonsense. And, and uh, you know, you see these families also in there with no money that are trying what? to figure stuff out. And you got, you know, I, I I hate to be a judge, you know. Matt, what are your thoughts on social media during a divorce? Well, I mean, Does that come up for you often. I mean, so so it would if anything, it comes up in uh, like celebrity type cases and. Uh, usually those parties have already reached some kind of mutual understanding about, you know, we're not going to be bad mouthing each other in, in public because we want to keep this as private as possible. Um, it, it, it's come up in other cases where, you know, the parents aren't supposed to post pictures of the kids, but, you know, they're posting pictures of the kids for like their friends and family. And that's what they're being prevented from doing. Um so, I mean, I can, I understand the overarching theme of why we are wanting to limit the social media, you know, kids being on social media. I don't think it has anything to do with a divorce. Um, and then the other context would be just bad-mouthing each other on social media. And to the extent that somebody is doing that to harass somebody, I mean that's grounds for a restraining order. So yeah. if you continue to do that, I can get you to stop pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, you just got to right. warn them. And if it keeps going on, then all right. Yeah. Right. Well, well I mean, I feel like uh, uh, my, I'm not going to keep talking about my ex, but she would leak the whole thing that she was about to file with all this stuff about how bad the kids were, how bad to a, a gossip site. So it was, Put on. It was literally called the blast. It was put on. I was put on blast before it even uh, uh, came out, and it was the first night of Passover too. Of course, it's like I'm gonna, and uh, 
And at that point, we were talking about social media. Now, we'd both always done social media with the kids. And um, she she wanted me to stop doing it just with the kids. And, uh, and first of all, there's a First Amendment. And second of all, I was like, what is the point of this? I'll slow it down. What do you, you know, eventually I looked at her social media, found out she's got stuff with the kids. But uh, it's also, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, they do stuff with the kids or Disney, whatever. And it looks like things are going great. And some people don't want to see that. So, you know, it is a touchy thing. But the only thing I've ever done about my ex, I mean, I've had some back and forth with my first ex-wife, who is a lunatic. Just She's a comedian, though, so it's funny. But uh, it went, uh, about the nighttime, the police came. Or the police, I was driving them to her house, drop off. And my son, I have a, phone, a camera in the front of the car. And he says, oh, that cop just did a U-turn. I go, that's a coincidence. That's a good thing. And then he's like, uh, oh, mom's with them. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was a whole setup in front of her apartment. We had a cameraman over here to film. And and uh, just I was very calm. My son's my wingman. And uh, it's just my face. And you see, I pull up and the cops are waiting there, too. And I say, there's no place to park. I'm going to do a U-turn. And I do a U-turn and go down into her dark parking structure. I get both kids out of the car. My daughter's asleep in the bay before anybody could even get down there. And and uh, so I thought, I'm going to post that. Just, uh, you know, uh, uh, because also I can. I don't have much power, you know, but I, I do have that just to show uh, some of the truth. And it also reminded me of how tough it is for these cops, man. You know, they, they, they have a tough job to get involved with domestic stuff. And you know, they they showed up so many times at my one house or like, you got to call us if you think you're she's going to call us. because And here's a card of a detective. And, and I, I had a lot of compassion for for them and having to, you know, to follow through with these things. And and uh, I, I my experience with them has always been that, you know, they're, both, both of my kids want to be cops. Let's put it that way now. My experience <laughs> has been good. But I, I tell you what, that's a hell of a job. Being a cop and coming in these crazy domestic things, you just don't know. And so yeah. I have a lot of respect for that. I have a lot of respect for what you do, Matt. It's good okay. to hear from a reasonable person. I don't think all lawyers are bad. I think, I think hey, you seem amazing. Uh, well, and when you need it, you want a good lawyer. Let me tell you something. You, when you're in a situation like that, you want a good lawyer. You know, that's that you can tell the difference. And if you go, well, this guy's like super cheap, but he's no good. He's going to cost you more money because you're not going to. And you hope they have a good attorney, too, because good attorneys could get together and be reasonable and say, this is all there is. My attorney would go have lunch with my ex's attorney and, you know, discuss the whole thing. And I'm just like, huh, that's so interesting. I never would have thought that's how it gets done. I mean, it, it certainly can be, but like, you know, Tom does make a great point that, you know, I've had clients that contact me like, she wouldn't just got an attorney. So now I need one. It's war. And I was like, is your, is your wife the kind of person that probably wouldn't be able to make up a decision on her own that she might need some advice to help her decide one way or another. And every time it's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, then it's a great thing. You know, it's a, it's a good thing that she has somebody to run this by. And, you know, I know this person and I think that, you know, he, he has a tendency to perhaps maybe be a little aggressive, but in this situation, I think he'll probably be okay. Um, and, you know, let's just wait and see what happens. And, and I do agree that if you get a better attorney on the other side, 
are a good attorney on the other side, then things are going to go better than if the, the party has no attorney at all. If they have no attorney at all, then usually you just have no choice but to litigate like everything. And it's just, yeah. it's exhausting. Yeah, but and I have to say, I represented myself for, for a period of time. <laughs> and, and it got, I got, served, I got served this crazy stack of stuff, but they didn't really serve it. They were trying to serve it. It was a guy in the bushes hiding. I, I made a video. And my ex-wife's trying to lure me out. And the kids, which pick up the kids, they're there. Anyway, the guy leaves a stack, and I kind of, that, that night, I had somebody go out and put it in the trash. And then I kind of looked at it, and, uh, and like, it was 145 counts of contempt of court. And uh, I was like, well, that's crazy for late on FaceTime or what? Somebody had taken meticulous that notes, and I, I'd have to go through those and prove they weren't true, these silly things. And so I said, I can't afford to get a lawyer. I'm going to go in front of the judge. And the judge was so great because he's like, um, he's like, first of all, okay, wait a minute. Uh, I go, may I say something? Right? He's like, just a second. And he goes to her attorney. Uh, there, there are 145 counts of contempt of court. That's five days of jail per count. That's over two years. Uh, he has to go to prison. You're trying to send this guy to prison. Is that appropriate? And he's like, well, that is the law. And, and, and then he said, um, uh, okay, all right. Uh, and then he says to my ex, uh, do you think that's the best thing for the kids that their dad goes to prison to you? She's like, well, I will teach them that, uh, you know, you break the law. And then he's like, okay, okay, here's what I'm going to do. And he just took a, a, a Sharpie and just canceled out 143. He goes, I'm going to leave one FaceTime and one, uh, you know, Mr. Arnold, you got to get an attorney. These people are trying to send you to jail. I had no idea. I was like, okay, that sounds right. And I'm very, again, I'm very grateful for, <laughs> yeah, no, I no idea you could go to prison for allegedly being two minutes late on a FaceTime. So, and I also that you're not used to people taking meticulous, you know, uh, that's just not how I how I operate. But I'm very grateful, and and you do need an attorney, and you do need you cannot. I think people it, it can go down to the courthouse that live in Iowa, and there's no money, there's no how and sign the documents, I absolutely believe in, in that, too. But uh, anything else, you know, because it's you don't really know what people are capable of. Well, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know anything about divorce in California, so I got to get an attorney to kind of help guide me through the process and give me the options. And really, that's what we're here for is to say, OK, well, we can go down this road or we can go down this road. You know, this road, you may be giving up some stuff, but, you know, this road is going to be, you know, the much more exhausting, you know, decide what you want to do. There are pros and cons to each one. Um, and we can help you go down whatever path that may be. Um, I think it's good that Matt has been buried a long time. And yeah. it's not, it's not sugarcoating it. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. it's a thing. It's a thing. And that the people in his firm have been buried. My, both sets of my grandparents were married 60 years. And I, I the, at their 60th anniversary of the one, I said to my grandpa, so how how do you like it? And he's like, Christ, you only get 30 for murder. Like, he's like, <laughs> it's not, it wasn't. But it is, I want to say marriage is the best game in town. I have, I have failed at it four times, but but it is the best game in town. And I, I think you, you go into a firm, you look around like, are there some wig nuts in here? You know, and, and a lot of people are attracted to the wig dust because they'll do anything. They'll file anything. And I think you go in and go, is this a stable place? Are people stable here? Do they want stability with their clients? 
And that's a huge thing in, the, in this. And uh, it, you guys are, are that those people, Matt. Yeah. yeah and no. you, how many divorce parties are you guys getting invited to these days? Do you have clients that invite you out after? No, I, I mean, and, and I take no offense to it, but I am certain that when my client ends their relationship with me, they are happy for that to come to an end. I am happy for it to come to an end for them. You know, I can send them that final bill, say congratulations, you know, have a great rest of your life. I hope for your sake, we never talk again. <laughs> um, so I can say I've never been to a divorce party. No. Right. Have you had returned clients like like Manly Free did for me three times? Have you had because they're like, I trust that guy. Yes. You know, it's a few years down the line. This thing happened. That's a good feeling. I've that's had. awesome. Not I've had a few, divorce, but that's a good feeling. I've had a few clients where, I mean, again, I've only been practicing for 15 years. So if you're a repeat customer, that means you've had, you know, you've been acting quickly over that period of time. But I do have a couple of clients where I did their first divorce and I did their first prenup and then I did their second divorce. Um, cool. Uh, I must have been satisfied customers for real. amazing Yelp reviews. Yeah, I get that that punch card. <laughs> well, you've been so generous with your time today. Thank you so much for talking with us. Absolutely, I appreciate it. You have answered questions that I've had. Uh, it's always good to sit with uh, and, and someone to not pay a thousand dollars an hour to sit with somebody and and really <laughs> pick their brain. Somebody that that's a good person that you understand and. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I wish you luck in your your firm. It sounds like you got a bunch of cool people uh, working there. And, uh, you know, down the line, again, I haven't had a date in six years. But let's say down the line, because you never give up. And I want to say this, Jim Cameron, the director, is a buddy of mine. And after my uh, fourth uh, divorce, he's like, I'm like, okay, that's it. He goes, he goes who, who says that? I go, well, I think everybody thinks that that's crazy. He goes, fuck them. You write your own story, buddy. I'm on my fifth marriage, and it's the best. So sometimes it takes, you know, but I'm not in any hurry. I'm not in any hurry. What are your thoughts on the Kevin Costner situation right now where his wife, even though they have a prenup, will not move out of the the marital home or I guess his home before they were married? Is that is that a kind of a big no-no, or can you even comment on that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a problem that it's ever present. I have a case right now that this case, it started in 2019. I represent wife. She's probably paid my firm over $100,000 per year every year um, in this case. Her husband, her house that they, that they lived in, they raised two kids in, or they're raising two kids in, she got that in her prior divorce. So it's her separate property home. He's not on title. He's not on the mortgage, nothing. He refuses to leave refuses and and to the point that she finally left in june of 2020 but he also refused to pay the mortgage so she was paying the mortgage the property taxes everything and meanwhile trying to you know pay her own housing costs over here and at at a certain point if you're not uber wealthy you're having problems maintaining all this stuff um but it is a very difficult problem because you can't necessarily um, evict somebody from the house that they were living in. The Cal- that's when the eviction laws kind of take over, and, and you know California is very pro-tenant, um, and at that point you're a tenant. 
And um, even if you did try to evict the person, the family court would take uh, jurisdiction over the issue and they'd say, well, this is a this is a trial issue. So you just have to get to a trial in order to get that person out. But getting to a trial is going to take years. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not an easy answer. And well, you, know, you could uh, you could wait till they leave the house and change all the locks. Against security. I mean, there's a way. Can you, you know, do that? I can tell. Yes, I guess I tell, that's what my ex wanted to do. I said, I'll live in the garage because I want to be around the kids. So, whatever it takes. Uh, uh, and, and I'll tell you what, there's celebrities involved. It always makes me a little queasy because people, you don't really know what the story is. You know, Kevin uh-huh. Hauser seems like a great guy. She seems like, you know, yeah, and it just, uh, but, but let me ask you this Johnny Depp and his ex, have you ever had a case where the wife, shit in the bed <laughs> took a shit yeah what's the funniest thing that's happened in one yeah. of your cases what's wait, sorry what was the question what no, is the funniest no. most awful thing that's happened in one of your divorce cases oh god there's been there's so many that i could just like write a book at this point i mean i've forgotten <laughs> enough that i could write a book about it um but one of my funniest uh, stories is that there was, is at my prior firm, there was a, a client that they owned a bunch of laundromats together. And, mm. and you know, it's cash business, really hard to keep track of it. Um, and, and wife was convinced that husband was doing something with the money because their, their sales were down. Husband got to stay in the house. He was on vacation. The water heater uh over overflows um the the neighbors call wife she shows up with the you know the water remediation people they start to do the remediation because it's you know the house we got to protect it and they go and they open up the walls filled with quarters oh my god that's great like to the tune of like over a million dollars worth of quarters dollars and quarters that's great oh thank you so much People are aware. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's amazing. You're the best, Matt. Thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.